tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! There's the chill music that yeah. we've been waiting for. Very, very chill. <laughs> What's up, everyone? We are here for Defiance Season 3, Episode 10. We are getting closer and closer to the mm-hmm. finale. Episode 10, When Twilight Dims the Sky Above. Mm-hmm. Before we get into all the uh, all the fun of, of this episode, let's start with uh, who you are. Hi. Right. Uh Hi everyone, I'm uh, Jesse Klein. You can find me on Twitter at JessKlein1. That's J-S-S-K-L-E-I-N, the number one. And that's true, because you are always number one to me, uh, Jesse. Thank you. And you can find me on Twitter at SMAN80. That's S-M-A-N-8-0. You can also, you know, follow along the conversation using hashtag ABTV Defiance. And definitely love to get everybody's comments there. You know, yep. don't forget to subscribe to YouTube, to iTunes. Rate us, comment. We do read all the comments. Even if we don't get a chance to respond to them all, we try to, but we definitely read them all. We appreciate everyone and your support. And also just helping us out, too, you know, yeah. like talking about all the different stuff going on, some we miss. Yeah, and rating and commenting uh, helps us get awesome guests like Absolutely. we had last week. Yeah, uh, having Billy call in, and, and, you know, hopefully we'll maybe have a couple more guests before the season ends. You never know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so thank you uh, so much for everyone for being able to yeah be part of the conversation so let's dive right into the episode uh what are your overall thoughts of um, the episode i thought this was a good episode i feel like this episode was more what i thought the last the last episode was going to be it felt like a lot of setting up yes uh, even though a lot happened and a lot of mm-hmm. big things happened mm-hmm. it felt like it was a lot of setting up setting the pieces for the season finale yeah uh so uh I think we kind of see like the lines that have been drawn. We mm-hmm. kind of see the allegiances being made. Uh, I I thought it was good. It introduced some characters that I really liked, yeah. uh, and uh, it brought back a character that I'm happy to see back uh, with an upgrade. Super arm day tag. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I. I I thought it was okay. Uh, it wasn't like the, it wasn't the best episode of the right, season, right. but I thought I thought it was a, it did a good job, and I thought uh, Grant, the guy who plays Nolan, did a really good job of playing a schizophrenic person. I thought he I thought he put on a really good clinic today. Yes, yeah, I I, I would agree, and, and and sort of like what you were saying is. Even though it necessarily wasn't my favorite episode, it did a really good job setting up a lot of stuff, and it's kept with this theme throughout the season of just keeping this action going, and yeah. uh, just it just feels even when things are a little bit slower, there's still that backdrop of some crazy stuff going on, yeah. um, and we're just kind of keeping that same tempo throughout, which is a lot of a lot of fun and adding all these different layers with the characters, and and um, it, it's just been a lot of fun. Like it's just been a very exciting season. So I'm. I'm really excited to see how we're going to continue with yeah. these last few these last, episodes. These last few episodes seems like they're going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, it does not seem like last season. It felt.
felt like there were a couple episodes yeah. where it felt like uh, they kind of took their foot off the gas. They kind of re- like reset the chessboard, uh, allowed us to kind of catch up to what's going mm-hmm. on. This season, it feels like it's, you know, pedal to the metal. They're just going as fast as they can, hitting as hard as they can. It's really exciting to yeah, watch. Yeah, it's been, it's definitely been a really fun season. So I guess we'll just jump right into, sure. you know, uh, of this episode. And, um, and like you're saying, kind of when we first open this episode, uh, it goes back to 12 hours earlier, which I thought yeah. was an a interesting kind of setup as well. Yeah. Because we've, we've used the, the flashback a lot this yeah. season. And now we're using just a little slight, like, let's go back in the past 12 hours, and, and we see them at the need want. And, uh, you know, no one's been taking the bottle pretty heavy lately. Yeah. Uh, kind of quell his pain. Well, well it's, uh, the 12 hours earlier is them in, like, the alley. And, like, him, uh, Nolan being like, Butch Cassidy and Sundance, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And uh, I think it's a cool kind of device to use to, like, kind of build the tension. You yeah. know something's going to happen right. in that episode that's going to make Nolan and Arissa be chased down an alleyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, Nolan uh, definitely dealing with his demons this entire mm-hmm. episode. And I think... Uh, I think it was a good, it was a good character episode for Nolan. Yeah, really, really good. I keep feeling like I, I kind of jokingly tease about the Emmy moments, you know, but yeah, like with his speeches and everything. But this was another one of those moments. Now, did you think at the beginning that that was a figment of his imagination when that guy w- was there? Yeah. Yeah, so did I. Okay, I just want to make yeah. sure because I did it first, and then I kind of at first I was like, okay, it's totally in his, his mind. Yeah, because of the way they you know had the, the the camera, you don't see his face and everything, but it was it was so good. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's it's a trope. It's something that we've exactly. seen a lot, uh, not necessarily in sci-fi, but yeah. uh, a lot of times with like uh, people dealing with PTSD and that right. kind of stuff. Um, so, so I don't think they were really trying to hide that no. it was Nolan. I think by the end you're like, oh, that's the butcher speaking the butch- to him. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. If, you ha- if you have subtitles on, it just says mm-hmm. the, butcher. the butcher. And I and do uh, have the subtitles on too, yeah. just so I can follow along with everything, especially yeah. on what they're saying. But yes, I, I agree. I don't, I don't think they were trying to hide it, but I liked it. I liked it from yeah. the very beginning with that opening, where it would take me a second to be like, oh wait, no, that's just the figment of his imagination there, and he's been heavily drinking, and he's in a lot of pain right now, and his character is dealing with a lot yeah well and and this is how he's dealing with it i think this episode really hit on the head uh a theme that they've been pushing this entire season which is uh external danger versus internal Mm -hmm. danger uh originally we had Arissa and her her battle with her guilt over killing and that episode where we got to see them go into each other's minds and flashback Mm -hmm. and now we've got nolan who is stuck in this kind of loop and has has an internal danger that he's dealing with, and it, to a lesser extent, but still a big extent, uh, Doc does not have her mind still. She's under control of Kenzie, mm-hmm. which we find out in this episode is disastrous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but I think I think a lot of this season has been like this fight between like the external and internal dangers. Yeah. And I think they kind of let us off the hook with the external dangers last episode, where it's like, oh, uh, everything's fine. And we kind of forgot about the fact that Nolan's dealing, like, Mm -hmm. got this stuff going on with the indigene stuff in his brain. Right. The arc brain. The arc brain. Right, right. 
No, I think you you bring up a good point because it's true. They have had the the internal struggles that that these characters have had to deal with. Yeah. And now we're really seeing that with Nolan after everything that happened with the you know the shootout and everything with the with the VC, and he's still coming to terms with that, and he's still dealing with that. And like you said, you have you throw in that arc brain in there. Yeah. And you're throwing in the drinking, and it's just a recipe for what ten- ends up being sort of a, a quite a disaster here. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were we were uh, on pretty good footing for this episode, thinking like, "Wow, some really good yeah. stuff could be happening." But yeah. you knew something was going to happen to mess it all up. Yeah, couldn't have been that perfect and that mm-hmm. easy and that good. Not in not in any TV world, but definitely not in Defiance. So. Yeah, nothing's never easy in Defiance. <laughs> but I, but you know, I really did love that opening scene. Though you know, even when he he spills the bottle and 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 you know Stama and, and Tevgan notice and yeah. it's, it, it's like it was just a very good scene to kind of show exactly where his state of mind is. Yeah. And I thought that was really good. And it was also, I, I even enjoyed um, that part, that scene with Tevgan and, and yeah, it was well. a very It was a very interesting kind of... Uh, again, I feel like Tevgan is being pushed one way very quickly. Right. And I think it's just a case that the show is, the season is ending. Right. And, and so, you don't like, have the time need... to flesh out an actual... Because okay. he's, he's acting very much like a schoolboy. Yeah. And he's like, you know, uh, uh, so I set up this date with you and yeah. me and uh, all my family, and uh, it's in Australia. And like, you can come and you can bring your kid and 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 your grandson. Right. I don't see why you're saying no to this. I know it was the, and, it was it was so funny. It was like that little first love thing. Like, yeah, yeah. let's go move in together right away. And yeah, that, on the other side of the country, we'll make it work. Yeah, and uh, and Stama being very like respecting, and you can see that she. Like basically, Tevgin. Her time with Tevgin was mostly her being attacked by mm-hmm. Kenzie, and you can understand her. You know, like not having warm feelings towards right. Tevgin. And I think also she has. A, she still has a a connection to Defiance as well. Yeah, it so, is her home. You know, it is her home now, and I think it. it the interesting thing about this relationship is that it does reflect a lot on like real world situations where, you know, the boyfriend's moving across country, and it's like, okay, yeah. do you uproot and move to? How serious are we going to be? What are we doing? So it's something that everyone kind of deals with at some point or another, yeah. if they are, have a relationship where someone's going to move away. And um, so I thought it was kind of cute. Um, I also love that she um, was still being shunned by the town, because I... I when she had walked out in the town, I was before. I was hoping, like, okay, I still want her to sort of be shunned because people aren't really liking her. So I'm glad that they kept that in there. Yeah, me too. Because that is an important thing. The rest of the town is she's still, a traitor. Yeah, she's very a upset with her. Yeah. So um, I like that, and little Tuffian coming to her defense. Yeah, I, I like how he's like, I got these to brighten up your home, yeah. and they're black flowers. Yeah. I was like, man, those tars and their weird black and white aesthetic, right. man. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think it's I think uh, Stama had a very interesting arc this entire episode. Um, I think she's still. I think Stama. It, it, she's so different than she was last season. Mm-hmm. Like last season, it was all about her taking control right. and becoming powerful mm-hmm. and using that power and, you know, Daytac being surprised by how powerful mm-hmm. is like that, that kind of stuff. And this season she has been like so on the wrong side of victimized this entire season. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of feel like I, I, 
I like Stama at like my favorite type of Stama is Stama who's like manipulating people, me too, and the like scheming and intimidating it's people. It's so fun to watch her and, do that. And like I, uh, like Daytac is an unsatisfying f- or not Daytac. Uh, 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 Tevgin is an mm-hmm. unsatisfying foil for her mm-hmm. because every one of her schemes, like he's like. Your false praises do not fall upon me. Right. And it's like, okay, well, I guess that's that's over. I, that's no fun. Like, like I want I want Stama to be with like a like a dumb guy who's just like rushing in to do like that's that's yeah. the type of Stama I like. Like, I don't I don't necessarily enjoy her and Tevgin's relationship right. because it's so far one sided. Right. That and it like. I, it, she's physically outmatched. She's mentally outmatched. Mm-hmm. She's socially outmatched. Mm-hmm. Like she, it's so far to one side that it's it's less interesting to see Stama in that situation than like last season when she's like manipulating the gangs and right. you know manipulating Alec and Daytac mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. I thought I thought it was a more interesting Stama. I, I agree with you. And even going back to season one, like it's it's delicious to watch her when she's at her best scheming yeah. and her best kind of like dark and evil. But on the flip side, I have enjoyed watching this humanizing or I guess alienizing I don't know what you'd call it for aliens as you will just kind of see her brought down a little bit and kind of see more of this this gray area to her character because um, you kind of see the other side and I think what has been really great about this season is we've seen that with all of our lead characters we've seen more of that gray area and that they're not just good they're not just bad and we've been able to kind of flesh out their characters a little more so I have enjoyed that but I agree. If I was to take either any Stama, it would be the scheming one because it's yeah. very fun to watch her, and she's so good at getting that that type of uh, emotion out in that character. It's so fun to watch that. Yeah, and by the way, uh, I know this is not the way this season is going, but uh, sci-fi. I would totally watch a side like a side show that's just Omex uh, farming out in Australia. I know, right? <laughs> like, just like make it happen. Do a see, website to it. I want to see them all out see, there. Yeah, <laughs> see what the Omex would do in Australia. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yes, that would be great. Um, I would love to see that too. Yeah. I mean, also what Australia looks like in this world too. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, it's probably like lush. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All we heard is that it's really far away. I loved when when Stum was describing it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's really far. Yeah. <laughs> Never been, but it's really, really far away. It's very far away. <laughs> it is very far away. I mean, he I can't just, believe, believe just, how far away it is. He just traveled through space. Like yeah. it's technically like yeah, it, to him, it's sp- not that far right, away. For him, it's just uh, you know around the corner. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then we get introduced to some really interesting new characters. We get mm-hmm. uh, Chancellor Vosk, Solara. Yeah, Solara. Who I thought was a really interesting character. Mm-hmm. I, I was uh, I was digging her. I was like, I awesome. Was too. Uh, the daughter of like a hero in the VC. Yeah. These, these VC soldiers coming in, and mm-hmm. it's like. Uh, I like the part where it's like, you just let them in. It's like, our nets are down. Yeah. Like, what was I what supposed, supposed to do? to do? I know. And yeah. he says that to Amanda. I know. That was great. And yeah. I did all of the way they pulled up, and they're like official cars. Yeah. The like, black SUVs. Very and, government. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was uh, great. It, it made me kind of miss the E-Rep d- days yeah. last season. Exactly. Like, uh, and just like seeing these government people come out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, the VC are, they're not just like murdering people. They are yeah, a, they are, they are a collective. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it's, uh, it was. It was fun to watch, and I loved her character. Yeah. I loved her backstory, and again, we just get to kind of fill in these gaps of learning more about the, sort of the history of this world yeah. and how it came to be, 
And so it's, I'm really enjoying getting to know more of that and that history and that background. Yeah, and I thought she was a really cool. Uh, that actress was really good. I thought I thought that. Um it was a really cool character. Like, you could tell, like, she didn't have an accent. Mm-hmm. Like, Daytek and Stama have, like, a slight accent yeah. when they speak. And she was very much, you know, a politician. Like, you could yes. tell, like, she was so much a politician. Yeah. And, uh... And very Earth... I would say Americanized, but it's not really America, so I guess yeah. it's, like, Earthized. Like, yeah. again, I'm trying to come up with the right terminology. But, yeah, she felt like yeah. she was very much part of this generation. Like, she's been there. She she's, was terraformed. Yeah, like, she's, yeah, she's there. Yeah. <laughs> uh... And like proposes like she she brings Daytac thinking that like everyone's gonna be super so happy, happy to see him because and I did love that opening when they get yeah. out of the car and it's like her with Sturge you yeah. know and then all of a sudden surprise there's Daytac with his yeah. bio arm you know that was a really fun little opening there and seeing Stama so happy to mm-hmm. see Daytac and like running it was it was very nice yeah um I and I. And that that one look that Tevgin had when he was, he was just like so bummed, he was so he was upset, really, right? he was really bummed, right? Uh, but yeah, I, these new characters really cool uh, proposing an alliance with Defiance. I was like, okay, okay, we're gonna get some new characters. Yeah. It's gonna be a bigger like this is gonna be some fun tension between like the VC government versus the Defiance like setup that's going on, mm-hmm. and uh, and Nolan is. Off his rocker, right, right, right. He is from the, from as we saw the very beginning of the episode. Yeah, but I liked her because at first I wasn't sure if she was scheming or what yeah. her thing was. But I really liked she was just very level headed. I thought it was funny when she and Amanda kicked all the boys out, mm-hmm. and it was just girl time, and they were talking and they had a really good conversation. And you really think like, wow, like maybe some really cool stuff is going to happen now. This alliance, yeah. And this was a case of like I thought. I thought uh, I thought they did a good job of showing viewer knowledge versus character mm-hmm. knowledge because I I was like oh they're just never going to address the fact that Rom Talk was rogue right and they did and it became a very yes. bit, like it was a big deal and like her scene that the VC she, they thought that they were at war directly with the VC mm-hmm. and it turns out it was just like a small group exactly. Uh, uh, seeing Amanda realize that uh, was a really interesting moment that it was like, oh man, we were almost brought down by a very small, small amount, amount of the VC. Yeah, yeah, and you're right though that it was good they said that because I, I, I liked that they had mentioned that too because the viewers knew that but technically Amanda didn't know that. Yeah, that it really did. was just a little offshoot. It wasn't the actual VC and the VC condoned it and it was great for her to be able to say that so everyone knew that they were on the same page there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was uh it was uh it was funny that how how the she wanted to offer them the works, you know, yeah. to get the the piece. <laughs> yeah, you get some you get some ghoulanite trading. Yeah, right. You get some uh some uh people there that represent the VC, mm-hmm. some defense systems, all of it sounded great. Real things were looking real good. Mm-hmm. Uh there was a, there's one catch though. One very, I guess one one big catch. One very very <laughs> big small catch. Yeah, and that was uh, you got to have Tevgin come mm-hmm. to this party that they were gonna be like celebrating the peace between the two factions. Yeah, it kind of felt like to me like the White House state dinner type of thing yeah. like for this town. It was like okay, let's get everybody together, all the big wigs yeah. of the town, and have a fancy dinner. Everyone had to have a date. Yeah. <laughs> like 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 why why was Daytac there with like the. Uh, with Andina, yeah. With Andina, yeah. I was like, I was like, your wife is here, right? Like, why are you, why are you with Andina? I was like, right. I didn't want to show up without a date. Right, that's so funny. Uh, 
Uh, and Amanda oh. got her coffee. Yeah, Amanda got her coffee. Uh, <laughs> which I thought was interesting because, you know, that was my other thing, which I meant to ask Billy last week when, when you know, the VC, when, when Rom talking and they're making coffee, but somehow Amanda has not had coffee since, you know, she was a kid. Coffee's from South America. I know, but it was still surprising to me that they yeah. actually had their own stuff. But it was a, that was a funny little moment, too, yeah. when... when uh, uh, Solara's like, oh yeah, we bring a bag of beans with us wherever we go. Kind of yeah. thing. That was great. Humans love it. <laughs> uh, so true. And we kind of get a brief moment where uh, Arissa visits Doc yeah. to kind of see, like, she's like, hey, uh, Nolan's acting crazy beans right now. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything for him? And we see Doc working on something mm-hmm. and, like, talking to herself, and she, like, tries to remove it, but she can't. Mm-hmm. And it, again, it's like this fight, like, it's a danger, like, if it's someone outside, if it's outside yourself, right. it's uh, it's something that you can at least physically know what's going on. But what's inside, it's a much more scary danger. Absolutely. Like, she's doing stuff that is against her interest, mm-hmm. just like Nolan is doing stuff that's against his interest. Right. Uh, and it's just, like, this thing that she could, like, pull it out if she wanted to, but she can't mm-hmm. because she doesn't want to because... Her brain is telling her serve Kenzie. Exactly. I yeah. mean, it's sort of what you were saying earlier, and it's so true. It's, um, the internal uh, struggles are are more intense and worse than than what's happening externally. Yeah, as we clearly saw on the big picture of this overarc of this episode. Yeah, uh, and uh, and so then we see this really really cool interaction between Tevgen and Stama, mm-hmm. where she has to go tell Tevgen like, please attend this. Also. I'm not coming with you to yeah, Australia. Australia. <laughs> I'm not going to the winter formal with you. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. Tevgen. My husband is back. Right. I uh, like someone else. <laughs> uh, and he's he's like real pissed and angry. He flips a table. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many tables get flipped in defiance. Oh, no. If you work as a carpenter and you make tables, you're the wealthiest person in defiance. That's true. I, I uh, say their their nickname is the table flipping yeah. capital of. I don't yeah. know the world, the planets, and whatever's left, <laughs> whatever's left, uh, the Europe, uh, and that's their slogan for their state. He's he's upset. Uh, he has this thing where he's like, "You're my prey. <laughs> uh, I'm a predator." And she she finally talks him down and is like, "Hey, man, like you're the one who said that you right. didn't belong in this world. This yet. is not, and this is not really you, and you are above this now." Yeah. And yeah. Again, I've enjoyed the the speeches. Some people may say they're corny and cheesy, but I've enjoyed them this season because I think they've been really fun and and I think they work for they the show. work for the show very well. Yeah. yeah, and I've really enjoyed them. And she had a really good speech, and she calmed him down and convinced him to make this sort of historic yeah deal of coming together yeah with the E rep. So he puts on his most formal turban. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And uh, shows a up night out in the town. Shows up to the lamest party. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, if I was at this party, I would have been like that party was lame, right? Uh, because Kenzie shows up, and I, here's the thing that I really liked about the show: they just showed, they just showed Doc communicating with the ship. Yes. And then Kenzie shows up. Yeah. She's wearing formal attire. Yeah. She knows about the party. Right. We didn't need to see that as an audience. No, we didn't because that was just taking time out of it. We yeah. we understood, you know, that short thing when she was communicating when Docky was communicating with the ship. We knew she was going to be able to. She came out. We saw yeah. that she was waking up. 
So we're like, okay, we can fill the gaps with that and understand yeah. that she figured out about the party. Yeah, we didn't have to see like exactly. all the logistics of Kenzie finding out about the party yeah. and then like being like, oh, where's my best dress to yeah. bring to this party? <laughs> it's, and it's like, <laughs> like we didn't we didn't need it. Crap, just, I have to go back to the ship to get the dress. Uh, uh, thank uh, God, Tevkin left me a note on the table saying <laughs> he was going to the party. He'll be back by ten. Yeah. Uh, she shows up and she's like, "Let's eat everyone." Right? She's she's hungry. Let's eat everyone at this party. I've been there before, though, so I, I get it. You <laughs> been know, at a party I've, and been like, "Let's eat." It. I'm hungry. Yeah, I get to the party. I've hey. had a long day, and I'm like, you know what? Everyone looks pretty tasty right yeah, now. So yeah. I, I understand where she's she's coming from. That's there. what happens when you party with gingerbread men. You you want to eat everyone? That's right. Where's all the milk? And that's only and, parties I can go to. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you have no human no, friends. Just me and my gingerbread <laughs> men. Uh. Yeah, uh, so Kenzie's there. She's like, let's eat everyone. And Tevgin is, uh, number one, surprised. Number mm-hmm. two, like, real angry. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, the indigene left you out, let you out. Why doesn't Tevgin, like, he knows that she's working for him because right. of the thing. Why doesn't he just, like, exactly. out of her neck? Yeah. Like, like, get rid of this, this, this person who is obviously a threat if you take that out. Uh, Doc's gonna be pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's yeah, exactly. Yeah, it seemed like that would be an easy resolution though too. Yeah, and it was very tense. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, Nolan's uh, beating up people. Yeah, Nolan tends to, yeah ends up upstaging even Kinsey, yeah. which I didn't think that was gonna be possible. Searching through, uh, searching through the room and finds a satchel and I yeah. like that I like that they did a, the the old switcheroo yeah which they usually like again it's something that happens a lot of times when someone's hallucinating mm-hmm. is like they'll be like here's a thing that you don't think is a hallucination but it was the entire time right. yeah and so like he finds the blasting caps and the thing and he's like it's a bomb threat mm-hmm. and uh goes in and sees uh thinks that Solara has a gun and shoots her. Mm-hmm. She does not. Her gun is a gun of peace. Right. Peace and prosperity mm-hmm. to Earth. Peace on Earth. To all. Yeah. Man and alien kind. Yeah. That was a real bummer. Mm-hmm. I, I yelled. I was like, no! I know. I was like, hey, he shot her in the shoulder. Maybe she's alive. Mm-hmm. That was my first thought. I was like, maybe she's alive. She was not. No. She died. She died. Uh, yep. Nolan and Rissa were on the run. Yeah. They're on the lamb now. Uh, uh, Daytac has a really brief moment with Amanda where he's like, you're going to want to protect Nolan. That's the wrong move. He's like, And it's true. Like, uh, Her dad was famous for getting assassinated by a human. She just got killed by, by a human. human. She was like the person who was on mankind's side. Mm-hmm. She wanted to protect Defiance. She wanted to be there mm-hmm. and kind of bridge this peace with them. And Nolan shot her in the chest. Yep. Uh, man, that was a real bummer. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, obviously, uh, yeah, well, I guess she lived her destiny. Kept with the family tradition there. <laughs> um, bummer. <laughs> but, yeah, I did the same thing as you. I was like, no, because we just got introduced to this character. I thought, wow, we're going to have... I thought it was going to be a whole other thing where, again, like, she wasn't going to be killed. Yeah. But... The E rep were going to be pissed, anyways, you know, thinking, okay, and they were going to be pissed at Defiance, and yeah. it was going to start a whole thing, and they were going to take back their offer, and it was going to be messy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought, I thought it, these were characters like that, 
uh, we were going to see kind of progress mm-hmm. for the rest of the season, right. see like the VC in defiance. I thought it was going to be kind of like uh, an interesting end to the season where it wasn't necessarily going to be as violent as mm-hmm. the rest of the season, that it was going to be like this interesting transition time yeah. where the VC and defiance have become allies. Um I was wrong. No, again, I too because it's moved so much faster yeah. and been so action packed this season. Because I still thought the same thing with Rom. I thought that was going to be uh, drawn out a lot yeah. more, and that ended up so neatly. And then moving on, and then having this, and then oh my gosh, now he killed her. And yeah. Now he's in trouble, and now he's on the run. I mean, I was not expecting all these other little big. Well, I should say little, but big action packed things to occur at the same time. We still have the overall thing with the OMAC. Yeah. Which I, is still kind of sitting out there. I honestly didn't think we were going to see Daytag till the season finale. No, I didn't either. Yeah, I, uh, I knew he was alive, but I didn't think we were going to see him that quickly. Yeah. And his gross arm. Yeah, his, <laughs> his weird arm, which uh, was fun with that whole lovemaking scene with him. Yeah, and, and, and Stalman like, oh, and the creepy arm. <laughs> yeah, and the creepy arm. Uh, yeah, they've, they've really been progressing it, and the Omec threat feels very. I, I was surprised. I thought Kenzie was going to come down with like twenty Omec. And, like, just have a feeding, mm-hmm. like a, a harvest, as they right, call it. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, see, that's what I thought was going to happen when I saw her, is yeah. that she was going to come in, and she was the one that was going to disrupt the whole party and ruin the chance for peace. And yeah. so I knew, obviously, we were watching this, and we knew no one had his issues, but I didn't think it was going to go to that point. I thought Kinsey was going to be the one to kind of yeah. upstage the party, and then let alone it ended up being him. Yeah, and then we see her, Tevian goes to confront her, and uh, Doc Ewell is... Great when she's on our side, and great when she's on their side, mm-hmm. because she uh, rewrote the drones, and Kenzie now has uh, Tevgin in the same position that she was in last right. episode. So now she has the power, and there's this yeah. mutiny here. Yeah. It's like, because, so it's mutiny. Right. Yeah. And it's true, because now she has the upper hand, and yeah. she can theoretically now control the Omec, and so it's it's amazing to see how everything is changing and going so fast in this, yeah. this season. I'm like, okay, wow. Yeah, uh, yeah, and Kenzie is, is uh, she's ready to eat everyone, it mm-hmm. seems like. She's ready for a grand harvest, Yep, and she wants to start with Stama. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, at the end of the episode, I was like, ah, I can't believe it's over. I know. <laughs> Like, so many things happened in the last thing, and it ended with uh, uh, It Makes No Difference, which is a song that is from one of my favorite bands uh, called The Band. Yeah, they've, um, they've, they've had good music. Uh, yeah, it was They've a, really increased that music budget, and I have said that from the beginning, but it's true, because from starting out from the first season, better music, yeah. more of it. Um, not the cheesy stuff that, they, uh, that we're starting out with in season one. I was like, oh, God, this is really bad. Um, it's, where, it's where all that money that would have been into the arc to the arc up. Yeah. Uh, graphics <laughs> went to the music instead. I'm um, okay with it. But, yeah, right? But it was, it was. It was, like, really kind of intense there because now Arissa and Nolan are on the run. Well, not on the run. They're captured. Well, I mean, captured, but yeah. they're, they're – I mean, that's what I meant is that they're captured now and that they're going to have to try to escape and they're going to they're, – yeah. In trouble. Yeah, they're and on they're their, going down to Brazil. They're on their way to Brazil. For court. Yeah. So, I mean, again, that's opening up a whole other world that I was not uh, not expecting to yeah. happen. So they're going to be in Brasilia. Yeah. So we're going to have to see what's going to happen with that. No, I know she, Amanda wants to see that she can get out, so uh, that they can get out and go off to Antarctica. She gave gave her money to bribe them mm-hmm. so that they could they go can, to Antarctica. Exactly. 
which I'm still wondering too. What is this Antarctica like? Is it really what they think it is, or is it still the ice cold, crazy place? You know, deserted place. I mean, either way, it's a good place to run to. It is, but it's fascinating to me because again, that's sort of been the beginning from season one. Is like their whole plan was to go to Antarctica, and it's yeah. like, oh, it looked like the tropical beach and everything. So I'm fascinated. I'm wondering how this is all going to play out now. Yeah. Because there's so much going on, and and we have a lot of pieces set up. Four episodes left. Yeah, yeah. Four episodes. Well, three. Yeah, yeah. Three. Gonna be crazy. Yeah, I guess. Uh, go on to predictions. Yeah. Should, All we right. do it? Should we do it? Yeah. Predictions. Do it. Predictions. All right. And now your After Buzz TV predictions. Ooh. Okay. Predict something. Okay, predict something. Think? Okay, uh, well, here's the thing. Uh, so we saw the preview for the next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see that uh, Kenzie uh, seems to steal Nolan, mm-hmm. and Berlin seems to find Arissa in the... So they don't make it to Brazil. We yeah. said that for the people who don't like to listen to predictions. We know right. they're out there. Right. We said it. Now we're now exactly. we're here talking about it. Right. They're not going to Brazil. Uh, it's true. Uh, I th- Although it would have been great to see that. I really wanted to see Brazil. I really wanted I, to see that. Just like I want to see Antarctica, but I guess I'm going to have to I wait. I thought if next season, like, the entire show was split between two storylines, right. Brazil and Defiance, yeah. I thought that would have been very interesting. I think so. It would have been great. Because uh, I want to see how that world would look, too. Because I'm still so fascinated about the rest of the world now. Yeah. And we saw little bits and pieces of it in last season, but yeah. Regardless. Regardless, yes. Uh, Defiance has no law keepers now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, I've been saying it for a while, I'm going to say Alec becomes the law keeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with you on that one for sure, because he's been kind of stepping yeah. into that role a little bit. And uh, I'm going to say, uh, I think the, the season ends with a showdown between the VC and the OMEC. Yes. I think, uh, I don't know if it's, like five Omec are worth a hundred VC, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's yeah, the ratio. There. I don't know what the I don't know what the ra- but I think that's how it ends. I think, I think especially if the person who killed Chancellor Vosk mm-hmm. is now with the Omec, that's basically a declaration of war for the right. VC. Right. Uh, and I think Defiance is going to be kind of stuck in the middle trying mm-hmm. to protect their own. Absolutely. Uh, and people will pick sides. But I do think, and I just was wrong on the, the battle, but you know the OMEC are going to have to come in and protect Defiance. I and think, that's why I'm still like I'm still expecting that Tevkin's somehow going to be able to get out at the maybe the last the, second. But I think the VC are going to come and protect Defiance. Yeah. Well, I mean, that just depends how yeah. how far we're without Tevgin. Yeah. Because Tevgin would be the one that would come in. But I still felt like, depending on how it all plays out, that Tevgin was, that they were going to come in and they were going to align with yeah. uh, with uh, Defiance. But it's going to be interesting to see how long we have to wait without him and how yeah. much power Kenzie ends up holding on to. And if Kenzie does die, I think it's Dokuul and Stama who kill her. Mm-hmm. Just because that has so much pathos. And yeah, absolutely. Like, yes. They need to get rid of her. Yes, absolutely. It, yeah. has to be, it has to be them. But I still wonder if, you know, I still want to see a fling again with uh, an actual fling with Nolan and I don't think I don't I think Nolan is interested in her at all. I think maybe she'll put in, like, a control right. thing in his no, brain. No, I mean, he's too... Not there right now, yeah. but I would still like to see that. That would be uh, that would be cool. 
a little hot Omac human some, love yeah, action. Some purple and human yeah. love. Yeah, sure. Some purple and pink. Yeah, sure. There you <laughs> go. Uh, awesome. Yeah, there's so much, and obviously I want to see how it's going to play out with Berlin, too. And, yeah, because and we Conrad, see... Conrad, like, what's happened with that. We see that. I mean, that might be a turning point. Mm-hmm. If Conrad uh, donates a bunch of weapons to uh, Defiance's cause, mm-hmm. they, um, yeah, they maybe they're not as hobbled as we thought they were. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating, because they've taken us in so many different directions this season that I wasn't yeah. expecting that now I really have no idea how they're going to try to wrap up these three episodes. Yeah, and Daytac now has a super arm. Yeah. So he might be able that, to fight off an Omac. arm, yeah. yeah. Is it strong enough to, to defeat some Omac? Yeah. Mm. Maybe. Lots of good stuff. He's got that vibro blade too. I don't know. He's, good stuff. He's good, yeah. It's good to go. Awesome. I'd want him on my side. Yeah, At sure. this point. He's a cockroach. You can't kill him. That's right. Yeah. yeah he's like Cher. He's like Cher or a cockroach. cockroach. You heard it here, folks. Cher is half-breed. She's half-cockroach. Right. Uh, we say it's going to be her and the cockroaches at the nuclear war. So awesome. Survive that. All right. So in the meantime, until next week, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at JessKlein1. That's J-E-S-S-K-L-E-I-N, the number one on Twitter. Awesome, and you can find me on Twitter at sman80, that's sman80, and again, don't forget to subscribe on YouTube and iTunes and SoundCloud, and join the conversation on Twitter at hashtag ABTVDefiance. Until next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.